Yeah, I really don't ever have issues. It's also, I don't drink, like, piss water, so it doesn't really affect me that way. I mean, I'm sure it's if I drink, like, Bud Light, if I drink like Bud Light or Coors Light or stuff like that, it probably would affect me differently. But because I'm drinking different beer, maybe. Maybe because the, in the beer I'm drinking has higher content. So, I don't know. So, piss water would be cheaper American beer, I'm guessing, like, light beer? Some of it. Because I, I can drink PBR and whiskey all night long. See, if I do drink beer, I can drink. I mean, my beer of choice would be Miller Lite, but I don't drink a lot of beer. I mean, you like, I don't do the IPAs a lot. There's a couple that I can drink, but I just can't. I have to be in the mood for them. I can't just be like, oh, let me go crack open a Terrapin Hopsecution. Like, I have to be in the mood for it. I have to have the taste for it. Now, if I'm going to have a beer, I can go sit down somewhere and get a glass of Miller Lite or hell, even Coors Light. And I'd be fine, but I'd rather just have whiskey. Like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I was at a I was at a, at a brewery last night, and I was drinking a beer that tastes like a Neapolitan ice cream. Oh, okay. And it was fucking amazing. Was that Leanne that just walked by? Yeah. First of all, who the fuck does she think she was? Who that you were doing a show with last week? She thought you were drunk. I had one beer. You sounded drunk. Did I have only one beer? <laughs> no, you. That was when we were trying to decide how much a pint was in the Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. I was like, did I just drink whiskey or did I have beer too? Oh, fuck. I think I was drunk. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Boot to the Face, episode 47. I am your host, Chris Rucker, and I'm joined by Marty Vasquez as per usual. Unless my wife is listening, she wants to know who the drunk guy I'm broadcasting with is. And it's clear, that's Drunk Marty. We got to get a t-shirt for that. I think I, I think I can make that work. I think I can get something like that. I was, I was going over these new designs yesterday. So I uh, I think I can get a Drunk Marty t-shirt made. We got to make yeah. I think that may Tom be a Mania pretty awesome trying to get. Talk is trying to get J Bomb to get a boozer weight t shirt. So we should <laughs> So <laughs> we gotta get a drunk Marty t shirt. We can't let them mother Canuckers outdo us. I know. We need to get some more shirts out there. Clash of the Champions is tonight. Um obviously by the time you're listening to this, it will be over with because this doesn't come out till Monday. But speculation is abound that the main event will be Roman versus Rowan. So unless something fucking monumental happens tonight, like Bray Wyatt is really the guy that did it or something like that, I don't see that being what closed up. They cannot end the show, Clash of Champions, with a non-title match and just have Roman pin him with the spear. Can they? They can if they plan on making Roman turn heel. 
I mean, he's going to be healed by default if they do this. That. That's what I mean. Because if, here's the thing. Who's our champions? By the end of the night, it's going to be Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, man. It's going to happen. No, it's and not. Then, it's going to be Braun and Kofi. Oh. And Sasha and Bailey. Wow. You're going off of that picture. You're really going to hold true to that picture. Yeah. I wow. think... I think Sasha's winning and Becky's going back to SmackDown. I've I don't know if you remember this, but when they first announced Fox is going to SmackDown, remember I didn't want Becky to go to Raw. I wanted her to stay on SmackDown because I felt like she was the pillar of the women's division on SmackDown. First champion, first woman drafted. SmackDown's going live. She's the biggest star in the division. I thought it made more sense for her to go to SmackDown and from all indications of ads and things that have been put out there, it looks like she is going back to SmackDown, and she can't do that with the Raw title. Why? Bailey shows up to Raw every week with the SmackDown title. Well, Becky and Bailey are on two different. They're trying to get Bailey some momentum. Becky doesn't need momentum. That's why she hasn't been on SmackDown. Forever. You wonder how they're going to get Bailey momentum? Gaining momentum. They take the belt away from her and let her go do something else. That's, That's not. That's the opposite of gaining momentum, Marty. No, man. She can go build momentum somewhere else because she's not doing what she should be doing with that title. Her with the championship is like Sinke Nakamura with the IC title. Does nothing. I kind of like Nakamura as the IC champion. He, he what, shows up every now and then. He defends the title like, on pay-per-views. He's like, he's like Brock Lesnar. Let's be honest. No, you know, let's talk about this for a second. I think... And I'm not a Nakamura fan, but I like it because it's making him his appearances seem more special. They're not completely completely getting rid of him, but he's not there as much. And so when he does show up as the Intercontinental Champion, you know it's either there for a match or a title match. There's no bullshitting going on. He's there to fight, and if he's not fighting, he's not there. And I kind of like that. Yeah, but he's been kind of doing this the whole year, though. Because we first start off the year with the U.S. title, and now this. It's just – it's it's – to me, it's boring because I think that Shinsuke could be so much more than what they've been doing with him. And that's what that's what I, that's the only reason why I don't like it. I think their secondary champions should not be involved in stuff just for the sake of being involved in it. I think if they don't have anything, then they shouldn't be on TV. They can wrestle dark matches. They can wrestle house shows and defend the title. But I think if they don't have anything for them, don't put them on TV. That way, when the champions show up, they're a little bit more. Now, your world champions have to be there every week. and But your secondary titles, I think they. everybody talks about how important they are not. I think if they took them away for a little while and just brought them out when it was a match or a, a feud or leading to something, that would be better than just having the guy out there on commentary. So then we, what you're saying is that we shouldn't have AJ on as much either. No, not unless he's involved in something. But AJ is like the biggest star on the roster. Well, you won't have to worry about it because Cedric's taking this title tonight. Uh, that's true. That That is true. You are See? correct there. And then you'll have Cedric showing up, and when he shows up, he'll steal the show with a great match, and then he'll go out again for a couple weeks. Because, I mean, they got so many wrestlers. Like, if they want to start rotating people in and out, this is a great way to do it, to not have people show up just for the sake of showing up. True, but I'd rather have the champion show up than have you know Baron Corbin show up for three segments a week. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm not saying don't show up for the people in attendance. I'm saying on TV. No, I know. Yeah. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like we, we, you know, say like Nakamura. We don't see Nakamura. Or let's go, let's go to, to Alexander and talk Raw. 
Alexander, we may see once every couple weeks. And, he, you know, and if he's champion, it'll be the same thing. But yet we'll see three segments of Baron Corbin in one night. Well, Baron Corbin's more entertaining than Cedric Alexander. Okay, that I would agree with. So then what's um, the problem? I'm just saying there's people that are getting multiple segments that don't necessarily need to have multiple segments. Well, if you when want the, multiple segments, champion, move the when needle. A champion sh- when a champion should. Just because, I mean, it, let's be real. Just because you're a champion doesn't mean anything. Well, if you're going to... Well, if that's the case, then why make them the champion in the first place? Then just to give them a title hold? Like that that makes no sense either. Yeah. That's it's stupid. wrestling. That's stupid. It's wrestling. That's stupid. It's been that way for a hundred years. It's fucking fickle. True. I'm I'm I mean, I could go either way on it. I'm just arguing. I mean, might as well argument. just bring the European championship back and just have someone to hold that. Well, you already I mean, got the twenty four seven, three sixty five Eurocontinental hardcore. And and it's the Whatever. best championship on the fucking roster. Exactly. <laughs> I and half the time it's not even on TV. Everyone that was talking shit about that title from day one, I just laugh at you because I fucking love that. I've loved it since the day it was that Mick Foley brought it out. I but mean, fucking I didn't hilarious. like the look of it, but it didn't bother me. It's as green. As soon as he put it's it green. in the ring and everybody ran out there and started fighting each other for it, I was immediately like, the antenna went up on it. Like this might be fun. I mean, it's green and yellow essentially. It's green and gold, and, and it's fucking amazing. I'm just, looks I like might have, sh- I looks might, like shit with corn in it. I might have to get a, a 365 Eastern European Championship belt just to fucking have that hanging up in my room right now. I'm just saying. But on the green, you, you know, on the green and gold championship for a long time hanging up in there. Did you see the, uh, did you see the video he posted on Instagram the other day when he got pulled over? I, I mean, I saw it, but I didn't watch it. Uh, it's it's it's, it's hilarious. You know it's going to happen. But it's so... Wait, did, he, did him and the cop wrestle for the title? <laughs> so the cop pull, two cops pull him over, and he's like, can you, oh, can I get, like, your autograph? He's like, you want to take a picture? You want to take a picture with it? I'll get it. You want to take a picture with it? He, he's still driving, like, a minivan. <laughs> he goes in the back and pulls it out, and you know this other, like, the secondary cop is, like, going to be a pull-off a ref t-shirt. You can just tell. And he like turns around with the belt, take a picture, and the other the passenger cop pulled his his uniform off and had a rest a ref uniform. He's like, "What? You the the popo the referee now too?" And then the fucking the other cop like rolls him up and tries to pin him, which was the worst absolute roll up I have ever seen. Like I could do a better roll up that in my sleep, and I get like he probably had to go try to go slow because if not he would have like banged his head against the the. the the asphalt of the road, but it was just, it was cringeworthy, but it was hilarious. It was fucking, it's the shit like that. That's making like our, since, since they started doing the like cross platform internet presence, our truth has owned that shit. All right. To get away from the wrestling talk for just a second, let's give a quick podcast fantasy football update. We lost boot to the face, lost to Josh last week. And Marty, as much as I want to blame it on you, I have to take full responsibility because the I lost out on like 30 points because I was trying to be an asshole and put Ben Roethlisberger in just to piss him off as his team is scoring points. He's knows that I'm beating him. Instead of just leaving Dak Prescott in who scored like 40 points last week, Big Ben scored like nine, and I lost by, I think, six. So... As much as I want to blame you for the Sammy Watkins ordeal, I'm not going to go there. 
I'll take full responsibility for this one. Just don't let that shit happen again. Dude, so I went to this week, like, looking to win both my matchups by, like, 20 points. And, you know, fucking experts. Cam Newton's going to have a comeback breakout week. He's going to fucking tear it up this week. Cam's shoulder's fucked up, man. Cam did shit, and I put him in over Phillip Rivers. I Marty, we've talked about this. Always start Philip Rivers. I know, football. I know, but I did the way that it was lining up was like, if Cam would have ran one and thrown one, he would have points would have been ridiculous. Let me he do shit. Let me ask you something real quick. In all the years of playing fantasy football, Philip Rivers is never like one of the top quarterbacks chosen. There's a lot of times. I, there's a lot of times I picked him up like three or four games into the season. Is he like the most? underrated fantasy football quarterback ever am i or is that just leagues that i'm in no i've been saying that for years like literally since he's been in the league he's always been one of my two quarterbacks every season he's always one of my two quarterbacks because if he's having a bad time because usually i have like a top tier like drew Brees or aaron Rodgers as my main as my quarterback uh but this year i didn't this year i went straight philip rivers i he he was my starting quarterback from day one this year uh, but no That's... he is totally one of the most underrated Fantasy football, he, you know you're going to get 20 to 30 points from him every week. That's amazing. Uh, so in the, the standings in the wrestling podcast, Fantasy League, you got Chick Foley. They won. Uh, JP won his matchup. Oh. Representing Irish Whip. Brad from Take the Bump won. I lost. Eric Brown, who I'm playing today from uh, Doing the Favor, He's 0-1 as well, so me and him are playing today to see who get their first win. Smart to Death won their matchup. Uh, Corey Jackson, who's a listener, won his matchup. Josh Richards obviously beat me. And then RJ from Ringside Rant and Jesse, who's a guy on Twitter that jumped in, they both lost. So, you got five winners, five losers. Uh, I got my ass kicked last week. I didn't get my ass kicked, but... The amount of points, I was like third from the bottom in points. So this week, I'm looking to make a comeback. I hate to break it to Eric Brown from doing a favor, but I'm going to whoop that ass this week. <laughs> Beat that ass, whoop that ass. And Marty, as far as roster moves go, I'm starting Prescott, Marlon Mack, Philip Lindsay, Michael Thomas, your boy, Sammy Watkins. That boy good. Greg Kittle. <laughs> Stephon Diggs, the Cowboys defense, and Robbie Gold. Now, on my bench, I got Marvin Jones, Rashad Penny, Freeman from Denver, TJ Hawkinson, who I tried to get in the lineup. It came down to TJ Hawkinson and Stephon Diggs. I don't see Hawkinson having a huge game like he did last week again. But if he does it two weeks in a row, I'm definitely putting a tight end as my flex the rest of the year because they both balling last week. Robbie Gold still fucking playing? Hey, man, Robbie Gold got us 11 who, points last week. Who's he with? 49ers. Oh, damn. He was three for four in field goals you know and had two extra points last you week. You know what's crazy is that Robbie Gold used to be like my, my go-to kicker for years. With the Bears? And, and I hated it because the fact he was a Bear. I and bet I the Bears wish they had him back now. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that Kamara just fucking goes crazy today. Because I'm playing golf in one league, and if that mean if, if Kamara's having a field day, that's less time for golf to be on the field. I'm hoping that's how it plays out. All right, so back to the sport of professional wrestling. 
I mean, we can't really talk Clash of the Champions because that's not happening. Is there anything that happened over the weekend that we need to cover? You know, we did, we uh, just to go back on Clash. Um, we didn't pick a a winner for one of the matches. This, that match isn't on Clash of Champions. It's on Monday Night Raw. Oh, they're not doing on Clash of Champions after all? Yep, it was reported that, it was on Monday Night Raw. The finals for the King of the Ring will be tomorrow night. That's why it's not on the lineup still. All right, then. Never mind. Oh, cancel match. <laughs> probably read my shit before I start, start talking. They say your boy Big Cass got arrested last night for threatening to kill Joey Janela backstage at a, uh event. This <laughs> on the heels of him telling everybody that would listen that He's been speaking with the WWE regularly about a return and that he is open to going back without Enzo. See, I, I heard rumors within the middle of the week that there was rumors going around that they're both being talked to to come back. Yeah, I heard and those then, too. But and, I then, saw, I, and then Enzo starts posting about being at live events and shit. Yeah, Enzo just needs to like go the fuck away. I thought his ass retired from wrestling altogether. He had such a long interview on was it Stone Cold's podcast where he was saying he was hurt and he's not going to wrestle anymore. And blah, no, blah, blah, blah. that was on that was on Busted Open. Was it? I thought yeah. it was on Austin's podcast. He was on. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember him being on Austin's podcast. But I remember him being on Busted Open for a while, or having that long ass thing and talking about how he was going to do like a signing or a thing, and then he was done with the wrestling industry. Of course, he ended up popping up at fucking. G1 Supercard, but... Oh, my God. I was just looking at pictures from New York this morning. I was sitting there with Leanne. I was like, look at this. We didn't get to do this. We didn't get to do this. We need to go back to New York. Like, you know, I I told her, I said, I was bitching about New York the whole time we were there. Like, I'm tired of walking and the subway smells like piss. fucking love New York. Uh, yeah. I fucking love New York, man. (laughs) I want to go back so bad. Although, I I don't remember having, like, the issues you have because... Like I said, three years in a row, there's only been one moment on the subway where I've had that experience, and that was coming out of um, – that was going going into the subway, leaving Yankee Stadium. And that was the worst part of the entire time. It's the only section that ever smelt like that. And I'm like, Ugh. of course, My you know. Worst, the worst memory I have was we went to Brooklyn for access, and I've been drinking all morning, and we get there. And I, I swear to God, I looked on the internet. And I didn't see anything that said there was no bag policy. So when I get there, they're like, you can't take your bag in there. So we had to take an Uber from Brooklyn all the way back to Manhattan just to take my bag back up to the hotel. We get back in the car. There was no traffic on the way. Again, I've been drinking all day. And I shit you not, as soon as we got on that underground part of the bridge to get to Brooklyn, my bladder was like, ooh. So I'm like, you know, when you like moving and the shit starts hurting when you're trying to hold it in. So we get out and we're walking and with every step I take, I'm like, my bladder is about to explode. And I tell my wife, I was like, I'm going on the side of that building over there. She's like, there's cops everywhere. You can't do that. And I'm like, if we don't see a bathroom within the next like 10 steps, I'm peeing on the side of this building. If I go to jail, I go to jail. And as I get ready to walk over, she's like, wait a minute, look. And, like, the sunlight starts shining through the clouds and birds are chirping and the Statue of Liberty's in the background and there's a damn line of porta potties right there at the very outside of access. And I duck walk my ass all the way over there <laughs> trying not to pee on myself. And I got in there and it was just like, oh, it's the most gratifying feeling ever. That's my memory of New York. And then I met Sting. 
I wash my hands though. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, we want to know what I remember about Access is that there was supposed to be a superstar meet and greet. Mandy. And then it never happened. The only fucking reason why we went to Access. I'm not even going to lie. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. Felt bad for you. And then they were in Vegas yesterday. Or Saturday, or Friday. And I couldn't even make that one. Son of a so bitch. So Eva Marie. I don't so, I mean, you just just missed out on everything. I, <laughs> I tweeted out as a joke because she dyed her hair red again. The Eve Marie was coming back to WWE. No, she dyed her and, pink, man. I, it was more red than pink, though. And people were just, like, freaking out. Like, oh, my God, no. I'm like, I thought it was hilarious. I know. Eve Marie was dope. Fucking this is stupid. I loved Eve Marie. I do love Eve Marie. I'm not even going to lie. How could you not, though? I'm just saying. I have no problem all red everything. All the time. Again, Clash of Champions is tonight. Uh, for people that don't know, the history on the Clash of Champions, it was one of my favorite WCW events that they would release free on the TBS Superstation. And the reason they did it was because Dusty Rhodes wanted to go up against WrestleMania, I believe it was. The very first Clash, and they had Sting and Ric Flair go to a 45-minute time limit draw, and it was the night the Stinger was made. And it was the night Ric Flair... I guess started suing people for calling themselves the man. So have you heard he's he's backtracked on that? Did I, I see know. that right? What's he saying now? I didn't read it. I was just I, I was seeing a lot of people saying I wish he'd make his mind up. He either wants to not let people use the man or he does. Which one is it? Uh and to see his contract. The dudes, he's trying to fucking double dip, triple dip, whatever it is, because he's trying to make money himself off of it. He's trying to make money off the E for it, and yet he's still trying to be have his legacy contract to do whatever the fuck he wants with the WWE, which he gets paid for also. The dude's just trying to get paycheck after paycheck after paycheck, for he says, for his family and his wife. Well, maybe you shouldn't have got married for the 45 million time. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have so many fucking alimony checks. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have so many. Oh, I guess he probably doesn't have uh, child support checks anymore, but who knows? Maybe you shouldn't fucking be doing that kind of shit. And you won't have to worry about having to collect the paycheck. Can we talk about one of his kids real quick? Which one? So I've been on this here esteemed show for a little over a year now. And I've talked about how great I think this woman is in the ring, even though I don't like her. The last six months, I'm taking that back. She is. Mm. Did you see that moonsault? On Monday, where she landed on her feet and fell on top of Bailey, stuff like that happens with her a lot now. And then that boot to the face she gave Sasha that was like a foot away from her head. Okay, and so Corey hold on, Graves hold on. tried to come up talking about she didn't get all of it. Well, no shit. Her boot to the face looks like fucking Hogan out there. Like it's just fucking stiff as fuck when she gives that boot to the face. And I all I'm picturing is Hogan when she fucking gives that boot. And I'm just like. Ugh. It was awful on Monday. I mean, the camera angle was awful. Too. It was right there. Like, you could see daylight all the way through between her foot and Sasha's face. And like I said, Corey Graves is like, oh, she didn't get all of it. Motherfucker, she ain't getting none of it. And then you got Sasha on the ground selling the shit out of it. Like, she just got to a car wreck. I mean, I'm sorry. Just the, the luster's kind of coming off of Charlotte a little bit. Like, her in-ring used to used to be what 
kind of stopped me from hating on her completely. But now, man, it's open season. Like, if she wants to be considered the greatest of all time, she got to do better. Yeah, she uh, she's kind of been like that for me all the time. Like, no, I'm not going to go there right now. I can respect what she does in the ring, but she, I've, I felt like she always had problems like that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, but the last, ever since, I would say right before WrestleMania, but definitely since WrestleMania, her matches haven't been anything worth tuning into. I, I really don't find her matches like, oh, I need to make sure I watch Charlotte Flair's matches. I just don't at all. Uh, speaking of the four horsewomen, last night, Saturday. The four horsewomen? You listen to Talking this. about Chelsea Green, Santana Garrett, Deanna Perrazzo. Um, are, are we going down that? Oh, you mean, oh, my bad. You mean Who's you mean the fourth the other, one? You mean the other one. Who's Talking the fourth about Z- one? Isn't Zaya, right? Who? What's her name? Zaya? Zaya Lee? No, yeah. she's not the fourth one. I thought it was Ellering, but she got hurt. Rachel Evers. They replaced her with Zaya Lee, which... <laughs> Aesthetically, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just going to actually was one of those in the picture. That's why I went off. Speaking of the four horsewomen, last night, uh, WWE 24 Chronicle Sasha Banks came out. And I didn't know it came out last night until I opened up the old Twitter machine and saw everybody and their mama shitting on Ryan Satin. Because Ryan Satin was one of the ones that reported the fact that they were crying like babies backstage and in the hotel room. And she came out straight up last night and said, like, all that stuff was bullshit. Like, I, we lost our match, we showered, we got dressed, and we went out and watched the main event with Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda because we were happy for them. And there was a picture way back then to prove that. And people just ignored that and continuously shit on the boss. And so I'm here to tell y'all that since that night, I have been on these airwaves telling all you hypocritical motherfuckers to calm down and that I'm right. I'm like the angle opposite hypotenuse. I'm always right, Marty. So from here on out, if you ever have a question, you just come to me and I will give you the Iggy on what I feel, which I felt Sasha was lied on and I felt fans were unfair in their criticism for. And of course, they're all now, well, she's always crying after her matches and so how could we not believe? Just admit it. You're a piece of shit and you were wrong. Just admit it. That's all I want. I ain't going to get it, but that's all I want. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox. I hope Sasha Banks beats the shit out of Becky tonight. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> that's fucking ballsy, man. Turning on Becky like that? I'm not turning on anybody. No, I just want Becky you, on just fuck, you just fucking went heel on Becky and said, I did I'm not. taking don't you, you out. Listen, don't, don't misconstrue me wanting to play the long game here. I'm never turning on. I'm never. just saying, like, I feel like over maybe the I last, worded it wrong. Hold on, hold on. Over the last year, when it's come down to Becky Lynch matches, I feel like you usually pick her to lose. I do. That's fucked up, man. That's your and, girl. Well, what happens when I pick that's her to your, lose? That's your girl. She wins. So I'm uh, using I'm using nah. the reverse juju. I'm nah. using the Jedi mind trick. See, Marty, you you still a Jedi Charlotte. in training. You don't First know shit picking, about this Jedi First mind trick. Charlotte. And then you're picking Sasha. 
My God, yeah. like you know when you go to Disney World and you sign up for Jedi training and they put you in a little I robe. I ain't never been to Disney World, so I okay, don't know. Okay, my kids did. They that put shit you in. In, they put you in a little robe and they give you this little bullshit lightsaber and they have you fighting against Darth Vader and all that and train. That's you. You're Jedi in training. See, I'm using these high tech, high class, high level Jedi mind tricks to make sure Becky keeps winning that you don't know nothing about. See, so the problem there is thinking that I'm on <clears throat> the Jedi side. When in all reality, I'm the fucking puppet master emperor who just fucking puppeteers everything. You just went way too Star Wars to me. I don't know nothing about. I don't. I don't. I'm not into Star Wars. So all I know is Jedi and and fucking Yoda. <laughs> and I know uh, what's the big nasty motherfucker, <laughs> Jabba. Uh, Jabba the Hutt boy. He he turned old Princess Leia out. She came in there talking shit. When they changed the scene next over, he had that motherfucking handcuffed to the bed, half naked, and she was just laying there. Ain't no telling what he did to her. Oh, don't go ruin that shit. Don't be <laughs> ruin that shit. I'm just saying, if you look at it like that, you go back and watch that scene. <laughs> Your boy showed up to save her, and she was laying there, half naked, handcuffed to the bed. Am I right uh, or wrong? <laughs> I she, was know. Like, uh, she was like, uh, "I think I'm, I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill out here with Java for a little while." His big nasty ass sitting there like, yep. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Now you're going to go ruin my shit. Uh. <laughs> so. No, I'm, I'm going to be fucking depressed the rest of the day. Uh, I, guess, rumors- I, I guess I'm not going to go fucking. Oh, motherfucker. Rumors abound, Marty, that WWE will be having another draft coming up pretty soon. Uh. Apparently, this draft is supposed to be the final one, and it's going to separate the brands to where they are two separate brands, no more superstar or three. Yeah, three. But, I mean, NXT, I don't, I don't expect to be a part of the draft. But then again, you never know. It's going live on TV. They yeah, have to have know. something being done. There might be people moving to NXT with this. Yeah, which I, you know, we, I shouldn't say I, we have talked about this before, how we thought it would be cool for, since WWE has so many people under contract, how we thought it would be cool for people like Orton, who at the time wasn't doing shit, to go back down to NXT and just feud with new people. Like, have matches with people he's never had matches with. So if they could do that, but don't put guys like Orton on NXT and just have them dominate. Like, I want to see him take a loss here and there. Like, put some other people over, but have great matches. Um, so the draft is supposed to be coming up. I, I like the draft. I don't know how you feel about it. I've always liked the draft. I love the draft when they hold to it. Yeah. And That's I like good. it when I like it when it's an actual draft, not a superstar shakeup. Like that annoying. That's just fucking give me a draft and that's cool. Um this superstar shakeup is annoying. <clears throat> and uh, they don't do it consistently or at the at the same time every year. They just randomly do it. I mean, we've had two shakeups in the last 12 months. So if there's a draft per se, for example, would Becky still be the first woman ever drafted to SmackDown Live, or would it start over? No, she was technically the first one still. Okay, I'm just I don't know how it's all going to work out because if they're redrafting everything, then technically whoever gets drafted first is the first pick. But then again, SmackDown Live is a new entity. It wasn't SmackDown Live then; it was just SmackDown. So I don't know. It's all confusing. Oh, it, it was SmackDown Live, I thought. No, because it wasn't live. They didn't go live until they did the draft. Remember, it was huh. recorded on Tuesdays and aired on Fridays. That's true. Um, 
another thing I was listening to talk about. Do you, do you, hold on. Do you think ahead. that with the uh, with the new draft that they're still going to have this wild card thing or that they no, have seen done. that they fucked it up and that they're going to go back to draft and leave it as is? I think that's done. I think the wild card rule will be money in the bank or the Royal Rumble, stuff like that, where you can pick whoever you want and you can show up and do whatever. Um, some from burning some food or something. We're trying to do know. a show here. I'm gonna have to edit that out. Professional, or, man. Or then fucking, again, I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna leave it in. This is supposed to be fucking professional. This is the working man's podcast, like Stone Cold. Fire alarm going off in the back. It wasn't smoke a fire detect- alarm. Fucking smoke was- detector and shit. I don't know what the fuck it was, to be honest with you. I'm a little worried. <laughs> I've never heard that noise before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new house, man. I don't know what the hell's going on around it. Um, it made me lose my whole train of fucking thought. What the hell was it? I don't see any smoke anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, the draft. So, <clears throat> I don't know where you were going with it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I was listening to Talk of Mania, and J-Bomb had brought up uh, something about Survivor Series and stuff like that. I don't think that's how he brought it up. Again? Well, yeah, that too. I don't think that's how he brought it up per se, but it's spurring this thought onto me. The three brands are going to be separate, but Survivor Series is in like, what, two months? You think we'll get an invasion from NXT invading Raw and SmackDown? I am absolutely hoping that we do. It, I mean, it, think about how much fun gonna, that would be. It basically is going to be Undisputed Era. And and one other person versus the uh, Orange County versus the New Day. Oh shit! Did I just book that? That was that'll be dope. Think about how good that match will be. That would be fucking fantastic. The New Day would need a new member though. Who could they get? They would need another member that was part of the you know Bullet Club. No, because it would be. No, because Bullet Club, have- be, Bullet Club will be representing Raw. New Day will be representing SmackDown. And who's leading and the UA? Huh? Who who leads Undisputed Era? Adam Cole. Where's Adam Cole from? NXT. Adam Cole, Bullet Club. Oh, yeah, but that's that's way back in the day. He was there after. After uh, AJ Styles and Gals and Anderson yeah, but left, that's got nothing to do with WWE. I'm just saying, man, you gotta have you gotta the inter in, inner representation of the Bullet Club on all three brands. That's fucking awesome. Finn Balor, boom, booked it. Finn Balor in the New Day. Yep. So who'd be the fourth member of the club if it's not? Because I was expecting Finn Balor to be in the club. Well, they're gonna they're becoming best friends with Ziggler. We could have just stopped it. How we had it at the beginning. I'm just. I'm not. I'm just saying. He's the. He's a fucking other heel. That's been. You want? Okay, oh fire. my god! I'll give you fucking King Corbin. King fucking Corbin. I don't want King that? Corbin. You just. You just completely made me lose my appetite for this. Put oh, perfect. Perfect. Oh god. You fucked up Star Wars for me. You know what was? You know the shitty thing is they're probably gonna put Ziggler in there some kind of way. Like they. It went from shoehorn Charlotte to shoehorn Ziggler. Like I mean, anytime they need somebody, on, they just put him in. Ziggler, Ziggler and Adam Cole would be a pretty damn good matchup. That nobody would care about. Probably. I'm trying to think who would be the fourth member of the New Day. It would have to be somebody black. Shelton Benjamin? No, he ain't funny enough to be in the New Day. They could put R-Truth in the New Day. They could make him an honorary member of the New Day. 
<laughs> fucking hilarious. Think about how much fun that is. Then every guy in the ring is trying to get his 24-7 title while they're wrestling and trying to do a Survivor Series match. And I'm not saying that he has to be black to be in the New Day because of that. All I'm saying is last time they let a white guy in the New Day, you saw how that shit worked out, Kevin Owens. <laughs> By any means necessary. People that can't see, I just held up my fists like I'm in the Black Panthers. I like the wow. Like, I'm not even going to add nothing to that. So, so leave that there until we move on to the next segment. Undisputed Era versus the Bullet Club with Finn Balor versus the New Day with R Truth at Survivor Series. Book it. I would love to see the Bullet Club with Finn Balor. Then, by then, you'll have. I hope Balor comes back heel when he comes back. By then, you'll have. Charlotte, Bailey, and Sasha, and Ronda Rousey versus Becky and whoever's on her team. Hopefully not Natalia. Ooh, what if they were all beating the shit out of Becky and Nia Jax came out and helped her? Ooh, shit. I love it. I broke your face last year. Now I'm going to back up your back right now and fucking everybody up. Fucking love it. Love I mean, it. I don't Retro- like Nia Jax. Retro- that just, that'd be like a... They'd just be a monk. They'd be something different. I just want them to do something different. I'm excited about wrestling this fall, man. AEW's releasing all their dates. They're skipping right over Atlanta. These some bitches are going from DC to Charlotte to Nashville. They're driving right past Atlanta, and Cody lives here, Marty. Like I said, I'm not buying another ticket to AEW till they come to Atlanta. I'm not traveling anywhere. I don't give a shit. I could be out of town on vacation, and it could be fighter fest, and the tickets could be free. I'm not going. Not till they bring their ass to Atlanta. They're going to all these podunk-ass towns, Wichita, Kansas, and Bowling Green, Kentucky, and all this other hillbilly towns they're going to, and they can't come to Atlanta. Actually, I don't think either one of those towns is on their docket, but, <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> You know what I mean. They are going to a couple places WCW used to go to a lot. Uh, can't think of them off the top of my head. So you're excited about AEW's touring coming up? They start their TV in two weeks. NXT starts this week. I mean, we got a lot of shit about to start hitting us pretty hard, Marty. And I think this Sunday recording is going to do well for us. I can't wait, man. It's going to be. I'm so excited. It's going to be ridiculous. The fact that I'm glad that we don't record on Wednesday nights anymore because we, there's no way we'd be able to. Yeah, and on, the only bad thing about it is days like today where there's a pay-per-view later on in the night, and we won't be able to talk about it until next Sunday, but I think we can make ways around that. Um, I watched Wild Women of Wrestling's first episode last night, and I'm not going to lie, without Santana, it wasn't that good. I've been saying that since the last uh, second season came out. Ever actually, ever since she had to give up the title, it just hasn't been the same. Like to me, Santana was wow. Uh, Tessa does a great job. She has her interactions. She has the belt. Um, she's had some great matches on there. Uh, but for, uh, I th- there's nobody I think good enough to make Tessa look that's, as good. As she that's 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 what I'm at. getting at. Like it's just not this. Like for what te- what Tessa is. The talent pool there isn't doesn't do anything for her, and that's why I loved about the fact that she came over there while Santana was there because her and Santana 
they had they had great like interaction with each other and, and like that with the feud they were starting was was fantastic to watch um but yeah santana left and there's some there's some girls on there that i still watch and follow but santana was well for me and ever since she left yeah like yeah it just wasn't the same you know what i don't like i don't like the guy in charge david mclean he just interjects himself into everything he's the ring announcer he's also commentating while he's inside the ring trying to make it seem like that's not him and he's so over the top like nerdy dramatic he he's a circus he's a circus um announcer he comes off as that's what he comes off as to me he said something i was watching last night he goes i can't remember what woman it was he says she is so athletic she does things we've never seen in a wild ring before and the lady comes out and you know how you grab the top rope and you jump over the top of it to get in the ring like leaping over the top rope oh my god i'm just like dude she jumped over the top rope like people been doing that shit for years like what do you mean we've never seen that before in the wow ring man i don't know he just he he makes it i love the way the show is set up i love how they do the backstage stuff i love how every it's so character driven and some of the girls some of the women can actually wrestle yes that's what i love about it the fact that they are character driven and some of them are over the top yeah. But for the most part, they're some legit characters, and the the, the wrestlers are fantastic. Some of them are, are amazing, um, and I know that a lot of them have been getting their their shine in other places during the off season as well. But I'm telling you, man, when she gets her opportunity, when the beast comes out, she's gonna fucking run through somebody's roster one day. Well, she might be about on pace to run through Tessa Blanchard because that's the first person she had in her crosshairs last night when I was watching. So, Wild Women in Wrestling is on Access TV every Saturday night, I believe. Uh, New Japan's on there. Uh, they I they moved to Saturday? I thought it, yeah, they, they moved, moved to Saturday. Oh, I didn't even see that because they were Fridays. I don't know. It's set for deep for, for recording, so I just watch it when I can. Well, I believe that's all the time we have today, folks. As Tony Schiavone would say, we are out of time. Uh, Are you excited for NXT to start live this week? I am. I, uh, I mean, we're going to get Santana live and that's for the, yes, for the, for the counters out there. That's five times she's been mentioned. Um, I mean, what do you think? Do you think we're getting big? It's, it's two hours, right? Yeah, it's two. Actually the first two weeks, it will be, the first hour on USA Network, the second hour will be streamed on WWE Network because USA is finishing up the last two episodes of Suits this week. The The series is completely over with, and so they couldn't move that around. But starting, I don't know, probably the same night that AEW, AEW comes on, it's two hours head up with AEW all on USA Network. Got it. But yeah, I am I'm really... Cause I don't watch NXT every week just because it's not live and there's something like in my brain it's like it's not live it's not important but I watch every takeover and I'll try to watch NXT and I'll just end up fast forwarding through a lot of it but I am excited because there's a lot of people I like in NXT I just again don't watch it but now that it's going to be live it'll be a reason to watch it because it'll have a bigger feel to it even though it'll still be at full sale. Yeah, no, I get that. And that's the same thing to me. Like, I don't tune in all the time. I'll be honest, a lot of time I don't tune in because I have to just, it's like, oh, I got to go into the network and 
turn on this device, and instead, right now I can just turn on the TV, and there it is. Yep. So I am excited about that. Uh, NWA starting up in the fall. Also, I will be at the first night of TV recordings there. Me and my boy Steel Toe Joe. We will be there. Um, it's not. I actually thought it was at Center Stage. It's not at Center Stage. It's at another uh, older arena for studio wrestling that they have here in Atlanta. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. Seeing the World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis. Who's been the champ for a year? A year now. And he ain't just, I mean, he's beaten. I think this week's been a year since he won it back. Yep, he's beaten. They got Jim Cornette calling the action, which I like. I'm not a fan of all of his opinions and all that, but I do like Jim Cornette's mind for wrestling and his commentary. I know people aren't going to like to hear that, but I do like Jim Cornette on commentary. Kiss my ass. I do. Who your Packers got today? The Vikings. Packers and the Vikings. That's a rivalry game. Which, if you have Diggs on the team, probably be a good time to play Diggs, because he's probably going to get some yards today. Against your Vikings. I mean, against your Packers. Yes, they always seem to get very give up very a lot of yards to the Vikings. They still win, but they tend to give up a lot of yards. Where the Bears. They don't. It's a very low-scoring, very defensive-played game. The Vikings usually ends up being a fucking shootout with a lot of yards being given to running backs and receivers. Marty, there's a lot of teams in professional sports that I dislike greatly. The Boston Red Sox, the Boston Celtics. Uh, but nobody just chaps my ass like the Washington Redskins. I've hated them since I was a little kid. This is like natural, like raised up in my bloodline hate that I have for the Redskins. So if you listen to this and you're a Redskins fan, fuck you. And your mom's <laughs> ugly. Cowboys and Redskins today at one o'clock. And there's what also not a game in Washington, the nation's capital. Cowboys are wearing them Navy jerseys today. So I got to go get my blue deck jersey on for the game. Um. Uh, there's also not a team I hate losing to more than the Redskins. The Cowboys can go 2-14. and 14. As long as they beat the Redskins twice, I'm happy with it. At least they won those two. So today's a big game, even though the Cowboys should, in theory, destroy the Redskins. It's never that way. It's always close. It's always a nail-biter. Something always happens. So here we go. Fuck the Redskins. Well, I guess that's it. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Boot to the Face, where soon you'll be able to find your Drunk Marty t-shirt. Boot to the Face on Twitter. Uh, Boot to the Face underscore on the gram. You can find us on Facebook. Um, That's about all the ways. Just download the show. Listen. Tell your friends about it. Give us a rating on iTunes because we switch feeds and all of our ratings are gone now. Give us a rating on iTunes if that's how you listen. And give us a little feedback. We love feedback. You like the football segments? You don't like? I mean, we're not going to change, but at least tell us if you like it or not. And Marty, you got any final words on this glorious Sunday? I don't. Uh, well, no. You know, enjoy football this morning. Enjoy Class of Champions this week or that tonight. Um, enjoy uh, a, 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 a NXT coming to live TV on Wednesday. 
Um, just just be there for wrestling. Like it's the greatest time to be a wrestling fan. We have so many outlets. We have so many so much content given to us. Um, there's just too much fucking hate out there for all the different stuff we get. Just fucking sit back and enjoy it, man. It's a great time. Class Good of Champions. Man, man. Class of Champions is gonna be a decent show tonight. And Seth freaking Rollins. And as Marty was basically saying, if you don't like something, just turn the channel. What's the point of bitching about it? What's the point of hate watching? Because that's what I feel like a lot of people do now. Like, I don't like some of the indie stuff. And I could just sit around and bitch about it all the time. But you know what I don't do? I don't watch it. That way, how do I bitch about it? I don't want to see a motherfucker wrestle for 45 minutes and then do 300 moves and nobody sell anything. So I don't. And that's what y'all need to do. Everybody, us as wrestling fans, let's celebrate the shit we like and ignore the shit we don't like. It's the secret to happiness. I've been Chris Rucker for my boy Marty Vasquez saying go Cowboys and fuck the Redskins. And I guess, Marty, you can say you're... Go Pat, go! Peace!